listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. We welcome you to a brand new week. Hi, everybody. What's going on, Ed? You know, we're just living the dream here. Yep, I'm popping my bubbles. Oh, but... yeah. You want to tell everybody about what your new obsession is? So you guys, I went with my little seven-year-old cousin. Shout out to my little cousin, Aliana. <laughs> um, we went to Claire's together and she introduced me to this thing called the pop bubble. And what it is, it's like this butterfly shaped silicone slash like rubbery toy. And you know how you, when you get boxes and you have those little like pop things that everybody pops? Yeah. Well, this is supposed to like mimic it and it's to help. I don't know, it's to help with, like, anxiety because apparently little seven-year-olds have anxiety these days. Of course they do. I know, but I didn't realize, like, that there are actually things out there that actually help with it. And this is supposed to kind of, like, bring you back to the present moment. And, you know, there's lots of colors. You can touch it. It's all about, like, engaging, like, your senses so I bought one for her and then I bought one for myself and I've just been popping it all day and I can't stop and I don't think it's healthy for me. So it's a repoppable? It's, it's, pop. yes, it's reusable, it's repoppable. It's like you pop it and then you flip it over and you pop it to the other side and you just keep oh, going. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, I know. You Can you send me a picture of that? Because I, I didn't know there was like an individual one. Like I, yeah. I know like the texture or whatever that is and that comes in the boxes, but once you pop it, it's done. No, this is like, it's reusable. And I just, I was look, of course me, I go on YouTube and I'm looking at videos of it and like, People have different ways of popping. So, like, I have a very specific way in how I'm popping it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I wonder if this, like, means something about me. Because, you know, I'm psychotic. But Of course you have your own way of popping it. Yeah. But I think you would have a field day with it, with your OCD. Stop. I swear. Like, I don't think you would be able to stop popping it. I mean, I maybe. I, I, I feel like I would get, like, annoyed. You would. You'd probably throw it at someone. At yeah, me. You. you. Exactly. <laughs> um, but before we, you know, move on with our episode, you guys will be listening to this um, two days after, you know, the 9-11. It's been 20 years. We just wanted to um, acknowledge that. I cannot believe it's been 20 years. Um, it's so crazy. It's, it's somber. Like, it, it's, yeah. it's like all the feels, right? Yeah. And this year, I mean, I work right downtown. So this whole entire week, like you, it, downtown's really been like prepping, but because it's the big 20 year, they've been putting out all these like specials. And like, I see all these IG posts of the children of uh, the people of 9-11. And it's just crazy that these people are now 20. Like some people have never met their parents and now they're like adults. Some are married, some are with, or like have kids. And it's just like, it's just so crazy that we all went through this like together. And now it's 20 years later and it still hits so deep and so hard. Yeah. I actually remember specifically where I was when all that happened. Yeah. Where were you? I was in school. Yeah. In, high, in high school and uh, I was in class and it just it it was just it, I it was like so non-believable like we're like what no way this is not happening and 
it, it was just kept, it was kept happening and happening. And then on, then they actually were allowing parents to, um, you know, come pick us up early. And my mom came and picked us, picked me up that day, like super early. And on our way home, I'll never forget it. We were, you know, I wasn't driving yet. So my mom was driving me home from school and we were on 80 and uh, all you see like going the opposite direction were like fire trucks, ambulances, cop cars. It was. I will never forget that vivid picture in my in my in my head. Yeah, and you know what's like so crazy? Like I feel like right now we live in such like a divided nation, um, just a divided world, like in general. You know, even though we went all went through this like pandemic last year, it's almost like we forgot about it, and we're kind of like divided again. But the, the and nine eleven really just brought us together as a nation. And it just showed like the humanity in people and like, you know, everybody like just in moments of tragedy, they just want to help humans. And it's like, I wish that we as human beings can, you know, take that away from situations like that. And it just sucks. And me, myself included that, you know, we're, it's so easy to forget and it's so easy to move on. But if we could just like hold on to that, I feel like we'd just be so much better off as like a world, you know? No, I totally agree. Where were you when this all went down? I was in world civ class and I remember they turned on the TV and I see like the plane crashing and my cousins work downtown. Like they work right across the street, the World Trade Center. And I just thought, holy shit, like, my cousins could be right there. My cousins could be dead. And I didn't know what was happening. I don't think I had a cell phone at that point because I was a freshman in high school. And all of a sudden, like, you just see, I went to an all-girl Catholic high school and, like, girls are crying in the hallway and it's, like, mayhem. And then I hear my name on the loudspeaker and they're like, can you please come to the office? And my dad picked me up that day. And I was just like, whoa, like for my parents to take me out of school, that yeah. never happened. Yeah. But I mean, thank God, like everybody like in my family was safe. But I remember we went to the cemetery, which is the highest point, like by where we live. And you can see all of lower Manhattan and you just see this. I'll never forget it. Like this huge smoke. And like we had it like by our house for days. Like our the sky was just filled with smoke. And wow. it was just so surreal. Like you could smell it, you could see it. It it's just a day like nobody would ever forget. And I just I can't believe it's 20 years, but I feel like it's the day that, you know, time stood still. And we all remember where we were at that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So our prayers are with the families. Um, and may all those souls like rest in peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know how you, uh, how we move forward from that. Right. It's like, what, it's like, what's next? Amelia and Scott Disick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just been a very emotional, uh, couple of weeks for me. Um, I've been in a really foul state, um, I'll be honest, um, kind of struggling with my anxiety and not even going to lie. Um, and so it's, it's just been like a lot going on, but, um, obviously all is on the up and up obviously, but, um, just a lot of like big things happening. So last week was, you know, my anniversary of my infamous brain surgery and I am just in awe of how like fast that came and I'm super I guess I don't even know how to put into words like being happy because it's I'm not happy but I'm like 
proud of myself, you know, that I'm here. Um, so that, and then I guess to like process all that in, I, you know, which I just about think I'm about ready and then I'm not because then unfortunately my brother's anniversary of him passing is right around the corner. So it's just like a lot of emotions all at once. And it's just like, wow, like I don't remember having to deal with this in a, like for a while now, you know, like where it was one thing after the other, after the other. So it's been a little, little, not gonna lie, like rough on my end, but I'm here and I'm, um, you know, wanting to talk about it. Cause I, it, this is my podcast and I feel like this is a safe space. And, um, Laura has been there for me every step of the way in that regards. Um, she's gone the wrath of my psychoness this week. So, mm-hmm. um, it's okay. So have you, um, so, you know, it's, um, I, I guess it just puts a lot of things in perspective, you know, and then now not, and it's just like 20 years of September 11th is huge. Like we've come such a long way and I would love to sit here and say that in another 20 years, we, um, are in a better spot, but you know what? Um, I'm not going to lie. We, we all know it's, it's really fucked up out there. Um, yeah. so with that being said, I, we just continue to hope that everyone is being safe um you know the school year has started for everybody and you know some districts are really implementing this vaccine some districts are really implementing the the face masks so it's just there's a lot of going on and there's a lot of emotions and there's a lot of you know opinions out there but um we just wish everyone the best and we just want everyone to be safe yeah and we're here we're here for you guys like you know hopefully to make your lives a little lighter if even just for like an hour per week but yeah it's fucking heavy like yeah, oh it really gosh. is it really is it, it, it's i don't understand you know i thought it was like oh labor day you know we're gonna kick off fall and you know and and I, yeah but you know what i have to say i'm itching to put, bust out my fall decor but I don't know. Like, if I want to blame it on my house that it's not like all 100% yet. So that is what I'm holding on to, but I, it's bothering me. Wow. Yeah. You said you're not like 100% with the fall decor yet. Yeah. Although I did get a yellow mum. Oh, that's very folly. Right. Um, it was, I had a work event and that was um, what was given to us. And I was like, okay, maybe it's like trying to start something. I'm trying to get an itch to start it. Yeah. Well, I think like by next weekend, the official start of fall, you'll be able to really like get into the mode and it's getting cooler outside. It's Mm. definitely sweater weather. I wore like a sweatshirt hoodie today and you know, I kind of liked it. Like I wasn't hating it. Okay. I'm all for that stuff. Yeah. So I think, I think you'll get into the mood. Like it's 2021. I will say it again. Like (laughs) this fucking like there's no word for this year like it literally just came in I can personally say like it punched me in the face 25 times and I don't know how I'm still standing but you know I am of course you are and you're gonna keep standing tall yeah but you guys like if you are struggling and you're having a hard time you're not the only one and I get my biggest advice would be get yourself a good support system reach out to a friend listen to a podcast, write a letter to a mentor, get yourself a mentor. Like, don't be in this alone. You know, obviously, like we all need to process alone, but we all need somebody to like, really also just help us and support us and love us and hold space. So 
and and we could be those people for you. So you can go ahead and reach out to us too. We're here absolutely, for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Any hoots. Um, so we got some hot topics to discuss. Um, yes, some good ones too. Did you see this coming? I did because you know where I'm going to go with this. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That was a stupid question. So what I'm talking about, you guys, is Scott Disick and Amelia... What's her last name? Um, It's not Renna. It's not. That's what I was going to say. Hamlin? Who? Hamlin? Uh, whoever. Um, <laughs> have broken up. Um, So... Yeah, I you definitely saw this coming. I didn't, but again, I don't know if it's the time and timing of this, but it happened shortly after Scott blew up. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he did. He blew up. Uh, what's her name? Courtney's ex uh, boyfriend. What's his name? Um. Oh my God. What is his name? I don't know his name. Um, Some the French dude. Yes, I was gonna say a French person, but I was gonna, it was gonna be actually really inappropriate. I'm glad I stopped myself. Anyway, him. So he DM'd him and is like, can you believe what the, I'm actually speaking English as opposed to what Scott's was writing. He was like, pretty much like, can you believe like Courtney and these pictures and her new man or whatever? And uh, and then he responded, who shall remain nameless because we can't remember what his <laughs> name is, was like, oh, yeah, yo, that's what it was. Because Scott was like, yo, bro, like, can you believe this shit like with Courtney? And then he responded, he's like, I'm not your bro. And he's like, as long as she's happy, what, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. And so whoever his name is, like, put screenshotted it, put it all over social media, and shit hit the fan, and they broke up. It's, I mean, I just love Scott. What? Like, I just, I do. Like, I love him. I have such a tender spot in my heart for him because he loves Kourtney Kardashian. And he's obviously still in pain over the one that got away. And he feels so threatened by Travis that, you know, he's like, oh, my God, like, this could be it for her. Because we all know, like, she seems, like, fully in love with Travis. She's living her best life. Like, you know. And he's threatened by it. And he's like, oh, my God, I can actually lose the one forever. And now he's just going to, like, act out. So and... you're going to DM your ex-girlfriend, or I'm sorry, the, the mother of your children's ex-boyfriend? I mean, it's petty shit. But I feel like his name is, like, Francois or something. No, it's something with a Y, I think. Like Eeyore? Yeez. I wanted to say Yeezus. <laughs> that's, that's definitely not it. <laughs> Yes. Why did I say Eeyore? What the hell? Years. Years? Yanni? No. I don't know. Giannis? Giannis. It... That sounds about right. <laughs> I was so excited about it thinking I got it. I don't think that's right. It sounds right. But either way, I get it. I get it. He's hurt. He's like a little child, man child. And this is how he's acting out. And of course, Scott, come on. Like, your girlfriend's going to break up with you. But like... I just hate that he keeps getting into these relationships when he's obviously not ready for any of them. And he's just wasting these like other girls time. Like 100 percent. And like Sophia's like moved on. She's with her new man. They bought a new house together. Like Scott, you can't even use her as a rebound because she's on, moved on happily in love. Yeah, it's it's wild that all the women he leaves shortly find love after. Well, what does that say about him? I guess. I know, but it just, I don't know. I feel like I just, I love him. Like, I really, like, I really, really like him. Why does Giannis keep coming in my yeah, head? Yeah, I think his name is Giannis. 
We sound like complete idiots. I don't know. We gotta. If his name is Giannis, then I don't know. We have to like do something. Um, but speaking of Yeezy, Kanye finally dropped his album, and it's so good. Donda, do you love it? I'm obsessed. It's so good. So I must say, I strongly believe this is a replica of Kanye pre-Kardashian. Yes. 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 Um, it's like it has traces of his old self yep one thousand percent it's so good it's so him like it's kanye it's yeah. not what was he gonna change his name to uh yay yeah ye whatever yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah, this yeah, is right. this is kanye yeah and i love it i love the split from kim i think it's good for him it's i don't know it it was worth him locking himself wherever he locked himself up in like it it all worked out yeah i agree it's um if you guys haven't listened to it this we're not sponsored um although if he happens to hear this i would love a pair of yeezys so send them my way um it was, it's a really great album i i highly recommend you guys take a listen um i'm not gonna lie i went through the entire album um i didn't listen to every song at first because I just want I, what I do when an album drops is I don't know whatever this says about me, but I go I start the song off and I like go off if I like it or not and I go on to the next one, go on to the, and then like I finish Same. the album right. So then I finish the album. I'm like, all right, now let me actually listen to it. Like if I'm gonna actually go back and listen to it, and I did. I listened to every single one, and it's like wow, this is the Kanye I remember. You do the overview first. Yes, always. Okay, wait. So I know this is a total tangent, but I must ask this question at this very moment. Okay. When you put in an address into your GPS, and we might have had this conversation before, but I have to ask you now. When you put in an address to your GPS, do you, how do you, what do you do next? Do you, one, A, look at the overview and see where you're going, or B, just allow the GPS to take you wherever it's taking you? B. Shut up. Swear to God. Okay. We have to put a poll on Instagram because I can't be the only one who looks at the overview. Why do you, why, why do you do that? That's just creating anxiety. No, see that lessens my anxiety because I, it kind of like what you just said about the album. I need an overview and then I can dive deep into it. So the same thing happens when I put an address into my Todd that I call him. I need to know generally where it is that I'm going so that when I when he does do the little details, I can know that I'm in the right area. No. Oh, your name is Todd. My name is Landon. Oh, I love is Wait, is yours a man? Yes, his name is Landon and he's got an accent. I'm obsessed with him. Wait, what accent? Uh, I think I did British or is Australian. I think it's Australian. That's why I named him Landon. Oh, mine's mine's Australian, too. So, and you got Todd out of that? Well, because I know an Australian guy named Todd. Anyway, um, <laughs> no. So, when I look at the overview and I see like there's a, like a dick load of traffic, I just gives me angry and I get anxious and it's just too much for me. So, I rather just put the address in and hit go and just hope for the best. Wait, so let me follow that with the overview being I go into details and I have to look at the words. I can't look at the visual. Laura, what's wrong with you? Is I'm listen, I can't be the only one in the world who does you that. You literally are the only person that does it. Why do you need to have it written out for you? 
I, you know what? Turn left on Prospect Street. No, I need, there's something about visually seeing words that allows me to process and register. Like I can't, I can't just, no, no. I can't just look at a map. Thomas yells at me because he's like, how many lights do I have, do I have until I turn? And I'm like, I don't know. You have like five, it says 500 feet. Like, I don't know what light. No, Landon tells me, he's like, not this light. The second light, make a right on Fifth Avenue. Oh no, Todd doesn't tell me that. Maybe that's why. No, you need to revamp Todd because he ain't doing it for you. I don't know. But in general, we need to take a poll on our Instagram. I need to find out how people GPS. Laura, I'm actually concerned for your well-being. The fact that you need to put it in. Yeah. Look at the map. Then go look at the words to describe the map to you. And then (laughs) hit the word go. Yes. That's absolutely ridiculous no i think it's absolutely normal no i'm sorry to tell you that's that's not normal i need to know where i'm going in order to go i can't just put my trust in todd that's what i was gonna say that's i swear that's what i was gonna say you have trust issues i know we know this yeah but this is like your gps yo like what is it gonna do i gotta bring this up in my therapy session a hundred percent and i need you to bring it back to our session here so you can share with the chatters because this is not okay yeah like i don't trust todd and you and you guys don't come for me be like oh you're like totally hating on laura or you're making her feel like shit no you guys this is not normal i i think it's normal if anybody else out there does it like (laughs) please have my back yeah for real cut like let us know let wait us so know. why do you overview the album why don't you just go song by song Be- well especially with kanye i was really leery about this because there was all this hype about it and i was just like this is gonna be such an epic fail i'm not even gonna lie i thought it was gonna be such a fail i was like this is such a waste of like he was just trying to do publicity to stay relevant whatever but to my dismay or i'm sorry yeah no it wasn't dismay. Oh, to my surprise i should say yeah it was actually really good okay did well, you listen to it? Yeah, I like overviewed listened to it. And then there were like a couple songs that I like really loved. Yeah, same. And um and didn't Drake drop an album? Oh my bae. Hey, yes, he did. I mean, I listened to a few songs on that too. I love Drake. I'm obsessed with Drake. Yeah, people like people I feel like you either love him or you loathe him. And yeah, like people no. who like there's no like in between, like if you don't like Drake, it's like you hate him. And I'm like, how can you hate him? I don't get that. He's I, like so cute. Exactly. And you never Drake and drive. Never. You'll be in so much in your feelings. Just never yes. do it. Yes. Oh, he's I just, no, him. he's so good. I, I He's amazing. But I'm um, another fan. good album that came out. Yeah. So good week in music. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So I can't believe that the Dancing with the Stars lineup came out. Um, so I used to be like a pretty decent watcher of this show and then it got too, um, celebrity like for me and it just got more political and it was just all about who's the next person on. And I just like all these people that had come on would be like, I can't believe they got on. Like they were just trying to make money or just like salvage their careers. Yeah, pretty much. But now this lineup. Wow. Okay. So when this lineup came out, we had reported here a couple of weeks back, but we were finally having our first like female um <clears throat> female dancer with dancer so i was like okay we're coming up so what i'm talking about is jojo siwa yes. um so we know she's coming on on then we have the olympic um gold medal who won three freaking medals wow. suni lee 
Wow. Can we talk? Okay. Like, I was shook. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to give like a couple of people that are coming on, but I'm not going to be like the whole, there's like a lot of them. But like, okay, so JoJo Siwa, I think already has like an advantage because she's dances. Yeah. So now we have this uh, world renowned freaking gymnast. So uh, she too comes in and uh, to, uh, um, you know, yeah, they have such advantage. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I see you. But then how are you going to come up with Brian Austin Green? Oh, man. Uh, how? I wonder, do they do, like, a different scale what? for, like, experts and beginners? I don't know, because then, right after him, how are you going to have the Spice Girl Mel C? Um, wow, what a lineup. Right? Wow, that is a lineup. It gets better. So I don't know how familiar you are with the wrestling world. Do you remember the wrestler, The Miz? Um, he married the blonde girl? Yes. Yes. So to me, I mean, you know, shocking, you know, wrestling is fake. But, um, well, in the, the WWE it is. So, like, he kind of has a lot of, you know, like the moves. And yes. Like, so he's an I actor. Feel, yeah. Performer. So it's like, exactly. So he's familiar with that. Then I don't, I don't, like, when I tell you this person, you're not even going to believe me. There's going to be a housewife on there. Shut the F up. So try to think of, okay, I'm going to give you the, it's from the Housewives of Atlanta. Who do you think it is? Nene? No. Worse. Kim? No. I know she's like a throwback. No. Um, One more uh, chance. Oh my God. What is her name? The singer. No, it's not her either. I thought Wait. that's who I thought it was going to be, but it's not. Who? Kenya Moore. What? Right? I was shook. Okay. Was not expecting that. That Yeah, I was just like, wow. And again, this is just like, these are the ones I picked up on the lineup. Because I was like, holy shit. How do they get these people on this show? Wow. It's wild. But you know what? I That's what I like about Dancing with the Stars. They do have like a very eclectic group of people. But mm. it's true. Like some people are way more at an advantage than others. So I think they should have like a different dance scale because it's not fair. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I just feel like out of all these people I just mentioned, like a majority of them have a pretty much have the upper hand in this. So I think it's going to be a really good season. Um, so, and there's a lot of hype behind it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Are you going to watch it? I think so. To be, that's what I'm saying. I think I'm actually going to start watching it back up again. I love it. You can keep us posted. Um, funny. And last but not least, so there's some tea going on with the housewives in New Jersey. So we've reported here that they are currently filming. Yeah. Um, and apparently this season when New York, which you and I have been slacking on and I, which I think just goes to show we, you and I have been slacking on because it sucks. So yes. all the rumors are saying that it's a terrible season. They don't even know they're trying to get new people on. It was just like awful, awful. And I, and from what I understand too, do not quote me on this. They had postponed the reunion because, well, there's nothing to talk about. So really um, like no drama right so i don't know if it already came out or it's coming out or they finished uh filming but they post they postponed it for like a hot minute so now jersey's been filming and supposedly it's like the best season to date and now i can't remember which season it was maybe you can help me out here laura remember like a couple not a couple like mad seasons ago when um i forget what's that blonde chick who everyone couldn't stand who's always Kim D. that's it thank you was talking mad shit about Melissa Gorga. Yes, that was like like, early season. Yes, and her past and all this shit. Well, 
it just so happens that, well, her past caught up with her. So, again, don't come out allegedly, supposedly. What else can I say without us getting sued? Yeah, I think I think you covered it. Okay. So, um, her ex is coming out, right? Mm-hmm. And so, her ex, yeah, her ex is, like, basically saying that she married her husband for the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I mean, if he's got the receipts... You can't, you can't hide that shit. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, my question is, does it matter at this point? They've been married for, like, 20 years or something. Laura. What? How? Okay. I'm just going to call you out. How many marriages do you and I both know personally that people are still in it and they, they are absolutely not in love and are just in it for to be in it? You don't think they're in love? No, no, I didn't ask that. Oh, yes, I, what, yes. We know okay. lots of marriages. Right. So you, this could be just another one. Oh, my God. I hope not. That would break me. I mean, I don't know. Like, she's in it for her just financial well-being. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, well, I don't... then, sister's committed. Like, three kids later, like, a business. I mean, honestly, part of me is, like, I totally believe it because I feel like Melissa has, like, a little bit of that in her. But at the same time, it's, like, it's hard for me to think about holding up a charade that long for financial security, but you're right. People do do it. Who knows? I, again, if this guy comes out with evidence, the text message receipts, the voicemails, then by all means, I'm, and I think it's a little, and again, do I think it's a little suspicious that he's coming out now with this information, especially since they're filming? I, I think, is it just for, you know, just to promote the new season? Who knows? But it's shady. Yeah, it's like some Chris Jenner shade. Yeah. Whoever her uh, manager is, is doing a really good job. But anywho, um, are you watching anything on Netflix? So I finally watched He's All That, as you know, because <gasps> I was literally texting you nonstop. Okay, so, yeah, tell me your version of it. Okay, so first of all, um, I didn't realize, like, he's all that is the modern day she's all that. Did you? Yeah. Yes, Laura, I said that to you. Okay, so I was very excited, and I didn't realize that the girl in she's all that is now the mom and he's all that. Yep, you, I didn't know that until you told me that, to be honest. Yeah, like, I, I was shocked. I mean, the years are just going by so fast. So, um, <laughs> Addison Ray. Yes. Uh, she's cute. Like, she's cute, but I feel like she has, like, one emotion, and it's perky. You know? Listen, don't talk shit because that girl just signed a freaking contract with Netflix, so she's going to be making it big. You heard about that, right? No. What? I did not. What Laura, is she What is she doing? You literally don't read anything I send you. Uh, she just signed um, a contract with them, so she's going to like come out with a dickload of movies on Netflix. Interesting. Because she killed it for this movie. Wow. I mean, I don't think she killed it. I think she was okay. Um, like I said, she has like one emotion, but I think like for this particular movie, like I thought it was super cute. It really put me in a good mood. Like she puts me in a good mood overall, just because she is so perky. And I I thought overall, like the movie was like really cute. It was very like modern day. Um, and I really liked her guy counterpart. I think they like really placed him really well. I think they're dating in real life. 
Oh, I can so see that. They had, like, really good chemistry. I think. Don't quote me on that. But I think that's what I read somewhere. Yeah. And Kourtney Kardashian, I mean. Oh, my God. That's. I feel like that's just who she is in real life, though. That was, honestly, I didn't think it was natural. It was so edited. I, I hated it. It was bad. Yeah. Like, it was really bad. But, I mean, I thought it was cute. I didn't understand why they were dancing in it. Like, I feel like they just threw that in there, like, at the end. Oh, yeah, I didn't understand that either. I don't know. Yeah, but I think it's because she's on TikTok for her dancing and whatnot, so I guess they just, like, had to put it in there. But overall, it was a super cute movie. Um, It was super perky, and it put me in a good mood. So I definitely recommend it. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, I guess so. It's cute. And now I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls. There you go. Oh, no, you know what show I'm watching on Netflix? What? Have you ever watched Never Have I Ever? Of course. It's so cute. Yeah. I'm actually rewatching. Did I tell you this? I'm watching rewatching Once Your Hill. Yes. Yeah, I'm obsessed. What season are you up to? Um, Season two. Ooh, good season. Yeah, it's just so, I, I, I love it. It's just love- so good. I don't like the later seasons, to be honest. You know what keeps coming up on my Instagram? Like, uh, what is that called? A mono? No. What's that thing that comes up? Like, things you search or they hear. Like, obviously, your our phone he listens to our conversations. So it comes up on your feed. Like, memories? No. I don't know what that thing Most- is called. Yeah, okay. Well, that The freaking, if you go to, like, search shit. And it, like, already pops up as things that you've, like, because you clicked on Costco. Oh, like, most recently Costco. viewed or something? Yeah, like, if you click on Costco thing, all Costco shit's going to come. Yeah. You click on Frenchies, all the Frenchies. Are, like, so, I don't know. I must have hit something on Once Your Hill, and all the older seasons are coming up. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot these characters that come through. I know. There were a lot of characters on oh that show. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, but I don't like when it got, like, dark. Like but that's the point Keith, of it. When Keith died. Yeah, but that was a point. I, it just, like, hurt me. That's why I like Gilmore Girls, because it never gets dark. <laughs> oh, my God. Any hoods. Um, so if it's okay with you, <laughs> I have some shooting of the shit to do with you. Yes. Okay. Um, but first, we, first off, I just got to start like this because I've been itching to talk about this. So can we talk about shitty people? Uh, yeah. Okay. So... I don't know if you agree with me or not, but this is where I've come to in my old age is this is where I'm at in my life. Okay. So I've come to the conclusion and I've really, really like sat on this and really processed it. And this is where I'm at. So I feel as though no matter how healthy you eat, no matter how many times you go to the gym, no matter if you lose the weight, you get, I don't know, lipo, gastro, I, I'm making, okay, if you get even Botox, if you will, fillers, if you will, tanning, all that shit, um, you know, get your uh, teeth whitened, that you still a shitty person? Can do, Are you following? Yes, you okay. can still be a shitty person. Right, so where I'm coming to realize is that how come on the, on the outside point of view, like you and I could, I could understand that, but like people actually do that for a living to and like make themselves feel better and don't actually put in the work. Mm. Like when do, when do they, do you think those people ever realize that they're still shitty? I no. guess that's my question. Literally. No. 
And I say this because I used to be a shitty person, I feel. Um, What? Yeah, like when I was younger, I was a shitty person. I was like a not nice person. Okay. Um, And I feel that when you are a shitty person and you're out there and and shitty, like I wasn't the shittiest person. Like, you know, I was just not who I am today. Mm -hmm. But um, I think when you're in that state, you kind of become, you live in this like self-centered bubble that you don't realize who you are. And it's kind of weird to kind of look at people like that and kind of not understand that they don't understand like the impact they have on other people. You know, it's it's like mind blowing to me. Like if you're a shitty person and you're treating people shitty with be it like your delivery or just like the way you are or how you treat people, like you have an impact on other people. And I think like just as human beings, like we need to be really fucking mindful of that because we don't know what other people are going through. And, you know, there are some people who are going to like come on this and disagree and be like, oh, well, it's on the other person. And it's like, no, I feel like we have a social responsibility to others. Yeah, I agree. I think too, like, okay, well, to branching off what you just said, I think we all can be shitty. Yeah. You know, and we have shitty tendencies and, I think, though, um, for those of us who are still on that path and you, you know, continue to go to the gym or eat healthy and, you know, say, I love the I love the hashtags are like my year. It's a new me, like all that shit. Like, but really, like, I feel as though like inner work. Yes, you could do exterior work, of course, to make ourselves feel better. Maybe it's like a jumpstart. But what about inner work? Like, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like just do inner work, like change. You know what I mean? Like change your, change your way of thinking, change like how you view things. And I know that takes a lot because I obviously I think that you have to be at one with yourself. And a lot of people don't really know what that means. Yeah. A lot of people are not self-aware. Right. Right. Thank you. And I'll be honest, like I had zero idea what the fuck that meant up until therapy. And for, and this is what I do for a living. It's one thing for me to preach it and preach and preach it. But for me to actually take my own advice, never was never going to fucking happen. Finally did it. And I have a hell of a long way to go, but I will say I'm a completely different person. Like, you know what I mean? And I, again, I, I now can look in the mirror and recognize not all of my flaws, but a, a shit ton of them. And um, I just feel like with that work, you have to really go deep down. Like there's a yeah. lot of deep rooted issues. Like there's a lot of demons there. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't really know if if getting my teeth whitened or, you know, <laughs> I don't know, fucking going to the gym five days a week is really doing inner work. No, like getting your teeth whitened is not going to clean your soul. Yeah. Like, let's, let's be honest. And it's, and honestly, I feel like a lot of the people who are more self-aware, who are more mindful, um, I think they've experienced suffering in a different way. And I think, and I don't know, like, but this is just like from my conversations with people, this is my own personal journey. But I think when you've experienced suffering in a way where it's like, you came face to face with it, like suffering, pain, like, you know, you kind of hit your sort of rock bottom Mm. and you were able to sit in it long enough. 
I think like those are the people who are actually like, okay, like let me actually like do some work. Let me not be a shitty person. Let me look for another way of being. And it's not just eating kale and it's not just (laughs) posting like positive quotes on Instagram. Like just because you post a positive quote doesn't mean you're a positive person. Like let's, you know, it's, it's who you are in your everyday life. Like your actions, like the words you speak, like it's different, you know? Yeah. It doesn't define your character. No. And it's, you know, but, and at the same time, everyone's on their own journey and they are where they are supposed to be. But I wish, you know, we could all just be a little more compassionate with each other. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I just wanted to see what your stances were about being yeah. shitty people. Cause you know, it's hard. It is. It is. And I listen. I'm not. And I'm sorry if I've, I'm coming off as preaching therapy. Though I apologize. That is not what I'm trying to say. Although I strongly encourage it. Um. But no, I just feel as though like, just inner work is is isn't. It really should be for everybody. And yeah. at whatever age that resonates with you individually. Um. I I I really really strongly. Agree encourage that i really do um and just honestly if you you know what it is i'm just gonna say it like if you could sit in a mirror and i know this sounds absolutely like you know what everyone says on tv or whatever but for real like if you could sit in front of a mirror and look at yourself and be content with the person looking back at you then i feel as though then forget i said anything Mm -hmm. but if you're not happy with the person who's looking back at you you can change that yeah change comes within that's not on me that's not on you that literally comes within so if you're not content where you are in life or who your people are around you or you know or even like you know you're you want to define more muscle tone or whatever you know like or your vocabulary or you know you're in being in more intellectual like that all comes within but you got to deal with the shit first like you can't keep like gaslighting and can't keep fucking you know like putting it on everybody else and it's always everybody else like Take accountability, recognize like what's going on and work on it. Yeah. And I think like, like for me, like I'm going to be honest with all you guys, like there's some situations going on, like in my family that I think I'm dealing with shitty people. Right. So I was face to face with these shitty people a few weeks ago and I was enraged with the amount of shitness that they spewed. So I literally was so angry I'm like, oh, my God, like, how could this be? Like, why are they being like this? Like, why aren't they choosing to be the better person? But also in it, I was totally judging them for their shittiness. So it's just like, you know, in that situation, like, I was kind of being shitty, too, for judging them. And it kind of just made me, like, reframe myself and ask myself, okay, from what space am I acting from? Like, am I acting from a space of like love and like who I want to be in this world or am I acting from a space of like anger judgment fear and it's like whenever I act from a space of like anger judgment and fear I kind of just take a step back and just like let things like simmer and or just like you know kind of just meditate or go into another space because there's a space for me to look at there too. Like when you're face to face with a shitty person it's an opportunity for you to also look at yourself and kind of see like, oh, hey, like, am I also the most perfect human being, you know, like, and the usually the answer is no. And 
I think sometimes when the shittiness of others is triggered in you, it's an opportunity for us to also look, you know, does that make sense? No, absolutely. I'm following. Yeah. So, you know, in that particular situation, it kind of brought up for me, hey, I'm really angry and I'm really hurt. Like that's really what's at the bottom of this shittiness. Mm -hmm. And these people are going to continue to like sort of be shitty and act shitty, but I get to choose differently for myself. And it's, I don't know what tangent I went on, but I feel like I needed to express that. you guys. No, it wasn't a tangent. I, I want to commend you too on how you handle that situation. Cause yeah, like in the beginning you bugged, but then like talking it out Well, I'm going to speak for myself when he's talked it out with me, like you got to that place where you actually recognize and, you know, went sought it out because and that that's the difference though is because you are vocal about your therapy you're 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 vocal about the the steps you're making to be a better version of yourself so you were successful in trying to talk yourself out of being so enraged at that moment you yeah. know what I mean? whereas i with all due respect someone who i'm again this is gonna come out wrong but i don't mean it this way who's ignorant and and is just gonna spew venom and be like just be enraged the entire time and then hold grudges what are you getting out of that yeah and it's it makes me so sad that like people like that exist (laughs) yeah and that moment i'm like why do you exist but even further it's like why are you choosing to be like this? And my master Jay, my spiritual guru tells me that although some people, they might even be older than us, like their soul is actually a lot younger. Mm -hmm. So a 48 year old man can actually be like a seven year old child still. And we kind of just as human beings need to hold space for each other. And you know, she kind of like reframed it for me. And even more so, it's kind of like, who do you want to be in that situation? And kind of just look at yourself and being like, am I like this? Am I like, you know, in what ways can, you know, I better myself or can I grow or can I show more love and compassion? You know, not just eat kale or post positive, like, quote, I hate that. Like, it really pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's very logical. It's not, you know what I mean? And I, I also, to go off a little bit off what you just said, too, like, no offense, a lot of people don't have that bandwidth. They really don't. Mm, so true. You know, and I'm not trying to talk shit, but I'm being dead ass. Like, you have to, you have to really kind of no you really do have to go inside of yourself and figure that shit out and granted i am i am not perfect i will i'm far from it i'm still working on my shit you know what i mean but like there's just comes a time in your life when you, I, you know when you realize like where all this is stemming from like you know and the fact that it's continued behavior and and that's what i mean it's continued repetitive behavior yeah now if there was a change in that okay i i you know i i'd be like all right it's okay. But the fact that it's continuous and it's repetitive and it's just never ending, like, holy shit. It's just like, you keep repeating. Yourself. It's like, it's so exhausting that you just, you want nothing to do with that person, you know? And it's just yes. like, bye. Like I'm good without you, you know, like I will acknowledge you. I will be around you for short periods of time. But other than that, I don't have the mental capacity to be around you because of all the energy you literally suck out of me. 
a fucking man exactly it's just too much it's too much like i've done too much and again i'm speaking for myself we have done i'll speak i'm sorry yeah no we have done so much work on ourselves to get where we're at and it's a lot of fucking work it's exhausting and it's like it's it's us and uh, i'm sorry from now i'll speak for it's exhausting on my end and it's just like to undo all the shitty things i did in my past like there's so much shit i did you know and i'm not proud of that but like to go back and undo that it, it, it's impossible but i'm moving forward i could be a better version of myself so i don't repeat my past that's the whole point you know yes. what i mean so like what the fuck yeah it's literally like a what the fuck yeah. but but you're right like it it's it, it forces you to draw boundaries with people yeah. and it's kind of like i think the journey of i don't know what you call the journey i call it the journey of undoing because mm. it's basically you you're kind of peeling back all the shit that you've learned all the shit that you've taught yourself all the shit that society your parents have taught yourself and you're kind of like undoing yourself in order to be on that journey at least like for me i had to like acknowledge that I'm not perfect and that I am flawed and that I fuck up and that I hurt people and that I hurt myself and to sit in that knowing that wait I'm the cause in my life not anything outside of myself that's a huge like that's a heavy weight right Uh oh absolutely who can admit that yeah but it's almost like once you carry the weight it becomes like your power source because it's like oh wait I am the cause of my life I get to say who's in it I get to be a good person or I get to choose to be a shitty person it's almost like it gives you choice but in order to get there you have to admit like your life doesn't happen outside of yourself like you are in control or like you are in choice of everything that you do and that's a lot of fucking responsibility And honestly, I don't think a lot of people want that responsibility or accountability. And that's why it's so hard for them to, you know, actually be decent humans. And it's understandable because it is it's a huge weight to carry. But but you're you're said it right. Everything you just I'm like, oh, my God, you're saying it like spot on. Yeah, it's it's hard and it's a huge weight. And to actually look at yourselves, even in moments of when you're in a fight with somebody else and you just want to blame them for everything to like take that pause and be like, Hey, who am I being in this? What am I causing in this situation Mm. to even like frame it in that way? That takes a lot of fucking courage, I think personally, and a lot of self-awareness and it's, it's the harder path for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. And when you said like, um, the learned behavior that we learn, you know, like to yeah. go back and unlearn that is really hard. Oof. But then to like, sit with it and recognize like, you are the meaning me myself, like, I'm like talking to myself, like you are the reason for that learned behavior. You know what I mean? That I was, I was just yeah. absorbing yes. all I was taught, you know, and then also what I was taught at that time wasn't accurate. Yeah. So now I of uh, uh, literally of 30 something years of that type of behavior to then now literally just undo is really fucking hard. You know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, and I know my therapist actually said this to me this past week. She said, she's like, how do you, how do you think like addicts are? How do you think yeah. like, you know, 
when there's like this is addiction like you are addicted to that type of behavior because that's all you knew for 30 something years and when she said that to me like i literally got chills because i'm just like i am working so hard on undoing all the shit of my in my past because i at that time like i thought who the fuck i was you know what i mean i didn't take accountability i i still to this day there's many times where i blame others to this very day in therapy because I go backwards and it's so hard to keep moving forwards because I do fuck up and I go backwards sometimes. And that's what I'm saying. Like I'm realizing now I'm going backwards because of like what I'm allowing in my circle and like what I'm allowing to absorb my energy with. And that's what I'm realizing now. Like, healthy fucking boundaries need to be cemented there because at first I was like, okay, you know, she taught me that stuff. And I'm like, okay, I get it. And I'm good with that. But I have to recognize that it has to stay there. It can't keep moving forward. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like, and you know, what's funny, like I, if we were to have this conversation, like a few years ago, boundaries would really trigger me because you know, I'm, I feel like naturally I'm a people pleaser and I would think boundaries, like I can't block people out. And I feel like ultimately boundaries, they're really not blocking people out. It's almost like creating space for more people who you're aligned with to come in. And it's like blocking out that negative space, but like, it totally makes sense. Like you must put boundaries up with people who I don't want to say undeserving of your energy, but yeah, they're undeserving of your energy. You're just not, you're with some people, you just don't align and it's okay. And you can just like, let go, let God, God bless. Like you're on your own path. I want nothing to do with you from a space of love. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And it's necessary. It's necessary in order for a person to blossom you need to know what's good for you who's good for you what you're absorbing or else it's that you'll be like an octopus you'll literally like drain all your energy i mean that's interesting way of putting it but okay (laughs) i just see like my octopus tentacles and i like everybody's just like sucking me dry and i'm just here dying yeah well let's not that's that's very okay yeah anyway but yeah people (laughs) well we went off on a tangent um how do I move forward from that conversation? No, I'm just kidding. All right. I'm going to name four. I'm going to, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to name four words. Okay. So I don't know if you want to write this down or not. Okay. I'm um, writing. All right. Money. Okay. Looks. Uh-huh. Loyalty. Uh-huh. And personality. Okay. Arrange that, those four things of importance to you. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Because I just, just like, okay. Just for the um, record, guys, she, I literally just shoot the shit. She has no, I, I have I, no idea. I literally have just, we haven't even like worked at this before. I'm just shooting the shit with her. I'm going to sound so fucking, wait, like, let me ask you, is this like in a significant other, like in a relationship? No, just importance to you. Arrange it in importance to you. But in regards to what? Like a friendship? To you. What's like, important to you? like for who i am yes oh for who i am actually yeah um mm, you're thinking hard. too much you're lo- thinking way too much into this i am but i'll tell you what like my instant like thought was oh for fuck's sakes go ahead okay so looks was number one okay loyalty was number two mm-hmm. personality was number three and money was number four okay how about you 
Ours are the same except for one and two. Number one to me is loyalty. Interesting. Like in yourself. Yeah. That's yeah, that's hard. No. So you you can be like you're okay with like being super ugly. Um you guys, I sound so vain right now. But listen, this is me super like super ugly is really harsh. So I just put it as number <laughs> two because it doesn't really Again, so we've said this on the podcast, like I'm good with going to the grocery store in a hoodie and sweatpants. I'm okay with that. Like I'm secure in myself that I could go out looking like that. That's why I put yes. it as number two. Number one is loyalty to me. If you don't, if I don't have that and if I'm not reciprocating and I'm therefore I'm not going to give it, you know what I mean? So like, that's, I'm that's where it means to me. Personality. Um, so I only said number three for that because of what I do for a living. I could deal with the most flat affect person, dry, no, no, nothing, no facial, no nothing. But you give me a couple sessions with that person, we're good. So that's why I put it at number three. And money to me is the root of all fucking evil. So I don't give a fuck about it. Mm, so interesting. Yeah, loyalty and looks, I felt like those were like equal to me. It was like very hard for me to choose. But ultimately... <laughs> Listen, I got to look good. Everybody's got to look good. Uh, it's just that chemistry. It, and looks to me equals like passion. It equals chemistry. It equals energy. It's just this like synergy for myself. Like I need to be synergistic in my own aura. I need to feel synergy between people. So that's what I like correlate it with. Loyalty, super fucking important. Like you must be loyal to me and mm -hmm. I must be loyal to you or else what are we doing here? Right. Um, personality, I feel like you can build a personality over time. Like, it's not like, I don't think personality is like set forever. Cause I feel like we're ever changing as human beings. So, you know, that could change and money. I mean, I love money too. So I think it's important, but out of all of it, money is just something that helps you to have fun in a way. And, you know, it's not that important, but you know, it is important. I like to stay in hotels and I, I like expensive perfume. Um, um, is it bad that I knew you were going to put looks as number one? No, you know me. Yeah, and I, I knew you were going to put loyalty as number one. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, look at that. Yeah, I'm a Leo at the end of the day. <clears throat> All right. Um, I need to talk about an airplane. Okay, a specific one? Hear me out. So we're on an airplane. Okay. We're on a three-seater. Okay international flight <laughs> laura hear me out y'all <laughs> we just hear me out we're on a plane i don't know where our destination is but we're in we're sitting in the three-seater it's me you and joe schmo okay so joe schmo is sitting in the middle seat <sighs> who gets the armrests <sighs> okay he gets the front of the armrest He's in the middle. There is no front. No. So there, the armrest is split into two. There's a front and then there's a back. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. 100%. No. You can share an armrest. You, yes. But I'm, I'm just, okay. But okay. So as, as a picture, we're facing forward. Okay. You're on. So I'm going to say you're on the aisle seat. Yeah. Joe Smoke's in the production. middle. Yeah, of course. Joe Schmo's in the middle, and I take the fucking window. Okay, the he, he gets the armrest. 
Right, because the right right one for me, I'm since I'm on the since I'm at the window, that's my armrest. Yeah. So to me, in my left armrest, I'm gonna give to Joe Schmo. Yes. So for you now, you're in the aisle. You're you're designating the left armrest that's in the aisle. Yes. So the left one to you, I'm sorry, the right one to you should be Joe Schmo. Yes, but Joe Schmo should also realize that we've given him two armrests. And from time to time, he needs to, like, you know, kind of give it to me sometimes, give it to you. He needs to realize how kind we're being. Yes, thank you. It's like, I don't understand how Joe Schmo gets two fucking armrests while aisle and window get one. Yeah, no, it's not fair. He needs to recognize. Okay, so who decides that, though? It's, again, it goes based off the energy. That's why it's, like you have to establish it from the beginning. It's like this un... What is it? Like this... There's no words. What is that called? Unspoken. It's like this unspoken, like, arm rest, like, takeover. Okay. But I'm telling you, there's a front and then there's a back. I'm a back arm wrestler. See, I don't know if I really... Like, now during COVID times, I don't really feel, like, comfortable sharing that front and back. Like, I want a designated armrest to my myself, my elbow and my elbow alone. But he's not sneezing on his elbow. I don't know what the fuck he's doing with that elbow. Don't come like, near Where me. do you... Like, where... Like, you can't really reach in weird places with an elbow. All I'm saying is I'm already Lysoling my seat. Okay. So don't, like, don't. Just don't do it. I just I just wanted to talk to you about because I don't understand, like, who decides it? You know what I'm saying? Like, who shares it? And, like, why does the, doesn't the person in the middle oh, get both all the time? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah, it's not fair. No, they need to share. There needs to be this unspoken etiquette okay. about armrest. So Flying 101, can we put that in that book when we have, like, New York bestsellers? Of, well, first, our first book is going to be LBC. That's what it's going to be called. And the second 100%. one's, like, Flying Etiquettes. It's well, it's going to be like a chapter in the LBC book. Oh, and it's okay. It's going to be like, like all of our. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. And so it's going to be armrest etiquette. Okay. All right. I so, like this. Yeah, I love it. Look at I'm predicting like already our, you know, our book sales and now I have chapters for our books. Like, come on. Yeah. And we have to like, we really, I see like, I can't have like a bus or like a car. Like we need to just constantly charter planes. Or what do you mean? I'm, I'm gonna get motion sickness on our book tour. Like it needs to be a book jet. Laura, just saying. I am not gonna get on a jet from New Jersey to New York, which I could just take a bus to. No, I'm I'm starting to like think about life differently. I, like I think I need to start flying everywhere. Laura, it, it would literally take me an hour and and on the bus to get to you. But it'll take 10 minutes on a plane. Oh, God. If I, if I could fly to you, I would do it every day. We will revisit this conversation <laughs> when hoping God that that happens. But I really think you need to reevaluate the use of a... Of a, a, a by the way, you're chartering this. And so that means that we need to have the funds for that. Yeah, well, we're going to make it big. Okay. All right. As long as you recognize that. And okay. It doesn't cost flying. that much to like charter a plane. Only so, you know, like eight thousand dollars per person. <laughs> right. So if we have to go to Pennsylvania and we're that's what we're doing, we're gonna charter to PA. Can't we write it off as like a business expense? Oh we need God. like a finance guru. Yeah. Like when like when will it be okay for us to like, you know, expense eight thousand dollar 
like trips to Pennsylvania. So you would fly to me every day? 100%. The drive, the drive to you is literally like it, my soul just dies. Oh my God. That is so dramatic. It's so morbid. No, at like, you have no idea. And I literally panic. Like the thought of me leaving your house in pitch darkness, AKA 6 PM in December, like, to take route 80 it gives the anxiety i feel just thinking about it you have no fucking clue okay, well that's why i always tell you to stay but i mean i don't know about fly- if you flew here you'd be here every day and i don't know if i could handle that i think you'd love it no you'd probably throw pop bubbles at me i would tell you to fuck off or just take new for a walk you're like please leave me no i would never um okay last but not least I, and i think i'm off my um my shooting the shit all right I'm going to give you about five hours. Okay. Um, and in these five hours of work, so this, we're working, and I want to know what the worst shift for you to work is. The worst shift? Yeah, work shift. What do you Ready? mean? Ready? Oh, okay. Oh, Ready? 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay. 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh-huh. And 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. 3 to 11. Shut up. Yeah, the worst. See, I was going to say that until I said 11 to 7. No, I'd rather... Well, also, so let me explain it. Like, <laughs> my cortisol levels drop at <laughs> 3 p.m., I can't with this girl, you guys. I really can't. You guys, I'm not even kidding. Like, 3 p.m. comes along. I don't even need to look at the clock. And I just go in this, I don't know, I become hypoglycemic or something. Like, my cortisol levels drop. (laughs) And then I just need to, like, you know, nap or eat a snack or go lounge, listen to music. From 3 to 11, I need to, like, not do anything. And then from 11 to 7 a.m., I'm actually very creative because I'm an insomniac. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my ideas come at night. And then all other hours, I just function really well. So 3 to 11. That's a pretty – that's eight hours. Yeah. How about you? I said the overnight one. I couldn't do – I can't. You? Oh, yeah. You. I feel like you're not like an insomniac. I need my sleep. You know when I'm like when I don't sleep, it's not. Yes, pretty. it's not. No. It's not pretty, you guys. No, no, it's not. It's so. scary. <laughs> I'm not well. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, when we go on tour, we can't work from 3 p.m. to 7 a.m. So expect our tours from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, most of our like tour stuff is going to be at night. Like, do you think people are going to come to these shows at 7 a.m. in the morning? I don't know how I'm going to function. Well, get it together, girl, because I certainly am not going to do a 7 a.m. Uh, show. I mean, you can do it solo. I'll just, you know, do a guest appearance. I'm going to be like, what's up? Yeah, no, it has to be at night. Oh, my God, girl. We have you to, th- like, really think about this. You thrived at night. I don't know. I mean, you thrive at night. I mean, with me, you thrive. I don't know what. I don't know. Like, after... So after 10 p.m., like if it's from like that 7 to 9, I I don't thrive. Well, I don't know if these venues are open like 
after 10 p.m. Well, maybe we can buy our own venue. Oh, yeah. We can expense that, too. Oh, yeah. So then we have all our chatters come to the one specific venue. Right. That's going to happen. Why not? Dreaming big. Yeah. We can only dream here. Anyway, Essie, what are you grateful for this week? Um, I think I'm going to say I'm thankful for taking accountability. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, especially after this week, I, I definitely want to say that. Because um, like I said earlier, it, it those words coming out of my mouth in the past were not easy. But now... I it's it's getting easier for me. I'm it's I'm not there a hundred percent, but it's getting easier for me. So I the fact that I can do that now, I just says for myself it speaks volumes. I love that. You're really good at taking accountability. Oh, thank you. What about you? Um obviously not a surprise to everybody. I am grateful for my pop bubbles. <laughs> um grateful to my little cousin for introducing me. I think everybody should get one. It's really helping me. And honestly, I can't wait to go pop after this podcast is over there you go yes and just an fyi you guys we will not be having an episode next week it is actually my bridal shower yeah so we will be out gallivanting and celebrating that yes we'll be drinking having a good time celebrating a girl's day but we will be back the week after we'll be at the end of september isn't that crazy it's happening it's happening, you guys. Essie, tell our chatters where they can find us. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast. Please head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats, as well as our Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats, where you can always rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time. Bye, everybody.